G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's a pleasure to welcome Robert Hickmott, I think, for the first time to uh, our show here. Uh, the Odds Couple, thanks to uh, Sportsbet, of course. Um, and uh, Rob Hickmott would have been watching with interest this week. Uh, he was in charge of the Williams team for a number of years and now uh, training in his own right and doing a darn good job of it too. Uh, Rob, welcome to the Odds Couple. Thanks, Simon Tags. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Hey, Hickey. How are you going, mate? Good, buddy. That's good, mate. How are Hong Kong, mate? Huge. You know what it's like, mate. <laughs> it was huge. Mikael Mc- was better, though, but anyway. <laughs> the stories on here are different to the ones we're getting off here, Rob. Right? <laughs> what happened in Mikael's days in Mikael? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Anyway, you got a couple of runners today. Um, and We're num- not going to do any background. It's thrown you a bit. <laughs> yeah, <it> <laughs> Sorry. You take, you're the host, Scoop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've gone beetroot here. I'm blushing a little bit. Rob, we like to, we like to sort of... Uh, Place our trainers uh, in a in a uh, sort of a racing historical position, if you like, uh, when they join us on the show. Uh, your family's steeped in racing tradition. Yes, obviously, Dad's uh, trained um, most of my my life, and uh, he introduced me to the sport. And uh, you know, he's a great horseman, still is, and um, you know, I owe most of my craft to him. Uh, obviously, you know, had the pleasure of working with some great trainers, and you know, Tony Battle, Colin Little. Alan Bailey and, um, you know, obviously the experience with Lloyd was, uh, you know, something that stood me in good stead for, uh, you know, to take me hopefully through the next chapter and phase of my life. Obviously a a very different business model you take from uh, looking after the Williams horses to training in your own right, Rob. What have been been the challenges and has that history of being involved with horses helped you be able to stand up in your own right? Yeah, look, it was a pretty easy transition. I um, I actually had a three-month stint um, working for Johnny Sadler under Near and Lodge, and uh, you know that um, led to a position with Near and Lodge, and so it was an easy transition. It was a walk-up, you know, walk-up start, you know, straight in, everything provided, and um, you know the model. I'm the only trainer left at Near and Lodge, and the, the model obviously needs more trainers to for it to succeed, and uh, We've uh, decided just to, you know, it, it's not sustainable for us to, uh, for both parties, for sort of um, me and Lodge, David Trussler and Peter Howell and Mike Simons to continue that. So I'll be going out on my own on the 31st of uh, this month. Hey, Rob, and, Paddy. Uh, right in the show. Sorry, Rob, I'll cut you off, mate. Paddy here, casting back a couple of years, you, you used to play uh, footy for the mighty Melbourne Footy Club. How did you, yes, he did. How did oh, you go oh. from the uh, transition from careering down the wing to, uh, to uh, a horse trainer? I don't think there was ever a transition. I only went half pace at footy. And, uh, <laughs> Still good uh, enough to play at the highest level, horses. mate. Oh, no, I was only a hack, mate. I was, uh, I like Jordan football, but I never had the, the mindset to be playing at uh, top level, you know. It's always horses, horses, horses in the background. And seeds, uh, he put up for, for a while. And um, obviously, he knew that my passion was more with horses than... Um, than the football, and uh, they delisted me, but they kept me on as a uh, player and paid up all my rent, and, you know, paid me all through me pre-season. Uh, were the boys always hanging off the uh, over your shoulder for a tip on a Saturday, Robbie? Yeah, I can remember playing a uh, final at AFL Park, and um, 
the old man had a horse in Merino Explorer. He'd run fifth in the Adelaide Cup and he was a ripping fresh horse. And uh, he was in a 1400 first up at Morse. I think we got 10 to 1. And I can always remember Yada coming over at three quarter time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It absolutely pissed me. So it was a, uh, a good day. I mean, we still won the footy, so I don't, I don't think I've got a kick, though. <laughs> yeah, no, good mate of mine, Yada. He, he, will, he won't put his hand in his kick, put it that way. Uh, that, that, <laughs> hasn't got any taller over the journey, Yada. No, he hasn't. around that five foot two. Yes. Uh, it was always good on the Thursday nights. You'd go down for your rubbing the uh, sportsman. Uh, the Sporting Globe was always in the bloody locker, so we did most of our work on Thursday night on the massage table. <laughs> anyway, back, back to business, Hickey. Uh, a couple of runners today there at headquarters. Uh, start off in race six here, number 13. You've got Oliver to ride an informed horse. Well, you've got, uh, tell us a bit about this horse. You, 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 I know you've got him from New Zealand, but he's come over here and you've gone bang, bang uh, with two wins at Mooney Valley. How, how's he shaping up for today's event? Yeah, look, he's going to... Look, I made a bit of a market myself on uh, the other sporting channel. I uh, said Sean he'd be the hardest to beat, not looking at the scratching. Scratch, was yeah. So uh, it, it's made the job easier. And, uh, look, yeah, family friends owned a horse, you know, in uh, New Zealand, and they knew he had quite a good good ability. And to maximise his uh, purchase price over here or to Hong Kong, you know, they sent him over, and Guy Larry done a terrific job with the horse. He was in fantastic shape. I uh, didn't have to do a lot with the horse, you know. First up, he was he was primed to go, and um, he's continued to improve the horse. So I've been very taken by his appearance, his blood profile, and his uh, track work have been first class leading him today. And uh, yeah, I think that'd be want to be pretty good to beat him today, as long as he's you know within earshot of him on the turn. I think uh, he'd be too strong. And he's straight on a plane over to Hong Kong. You, you said there, Robbie, been bought. Yes, he's been purchased by uh, Martin. My brother has done the uh, deal with Douglas White and his clients in Hong Kong. Yep. Um, I'm not too sure how long he, he might have a little spell here before he, he uh, enters quarantine to, to arrive in uh, Hong Kong. But uh, deal's been done, all past the vets, and uh, it's unfortunate for us that such a talented horse is going to leave our shores, but plenty of upside for the new owners in Hong Kong. And, and of course, uh, Bumper Blast, we saw the best of him over the carnival there, Hickey winning the Grays race. Uh, and sort of struggled there, sort of on a leader bias track at Ballarat. He gets his opportunity again. I know you've drawn drawn the car park, but Ollie Ollie at his best. Uh, he'd have to go close to winning this, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think so. You know, he, um, Craig Boy's own admission said he gave the horse too much to do last start. You know, he got fifteen twenty lengths out of his ground mm. from the thousands of the four hundred. He ran thirty four and a half, and it's uh, not sustainable to, to run those sectionals from the thousand and uh, unless you're a winks and um, you know he still battled under the big weight of 60 kilos but it was a uh, yeah on paper and at, at first glance it looked a bit plain but um, you do the figures and facts and figures I think it was uh, you know plenty of merit in the run and we've just freshened him up and uh, you know his track work's been first class as well and he's uh, he's in good shape for today's race and just just hoping that there's no leader bias throughout the day um, the track race is even, and he'll get back from that gate with a plenty of speed in the race. And, uh, you know, I hope he's uh, chiming down the outside, as he did on uh, Oaks Day. Quick one before you go, Rob. Twilight racing, good or bad for our caper? Uh, for the participants, mate, I, I can't see the benefit in it in any shape or form. And I think the figures, betting figures, will probably reflect that. I could be a mug, but, uh, you know, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, I don't think... 
the uh, turnover will be doing in any favours, but uh, time will tell about that. And, uh, you know, I hope it's only a one-off. But, you know, they tried something on Oaks Day, which was a bit different. I didn't mind that. But um, I don't know what the figures, you know, even return that day, but the betting figures. But, you know, it was something different to break up the carnival and uh, give everyone a bit of a break and get over the hangar before they had to front up again. Well, let's hope you've got a hangover tomorrow with a couple of winners at Flemington today. Good luck. I'll have a hangover one way or the other, mate. All the best, Hickey. Thanks for joining us. Good you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Robert Hickmott joining us there. A couple of runners uh, at Flemington today. Race 6, number 13. Race 9, number 9. Well, he's Talenti very bullish. And G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.